This is Deacon Greg sharing Walking in the Way of Love. Learn. Learning is an important part of life. We learn new things all the time. Now, as I've mentioned before, I'm reading My Grandmother's Hands by Resma Manikim, and this is an excerpt from Chapter 1. Quote, In America, nearly all of us, regardless of our background or skin color, carry trauma in our bodies around the myth of race. We typically think of trauma as the result of a specific and deeply painful event, such as a serious accident, an attack, or the news of someone's death. That may be the case sometimes, but trauma can also be the body's response to a long sequence of smaller wounds. It can be a response to anything that it experiences as too much, too soon, or too fast. Trauma can also be the body's response to anything unfamiliar or anything it doesn't understand, even if it isn't cognitively dangerous. The body doesn't reason. It's hardwired to protect itself and react to sensation and movement. When a truck rushes by at 60 miles an hour and misses your body by an inch, your body may respond with trauma as deep and as serious as if it had actually been sideswiped. When watching a horror film, you may jump out of your seat even though you know it's just a movie. Your body acts as if the danger is real, regardless of what your cognitive brain knows. The body's imperative is to protect itself, period. Unquote. Resma begins his book talking about trauma. Trauma causes a response in the body's flight, fight, or freeze response. Over time, even unintentional hurts create an automatic response. It doesn't even have to be something we personally experience. But things that we have been told, we've read, or we've heard. An example is that when a person of color walks past, women may grab and hold their purses tighter or closer. This is not a conscious thought. It is an automatic reaction because we have seen our mothers do it, and we have been told that you need to be extra careful around people of color. It's probably not because you've had your purse stolen in the past. If you say to another, to another white person that they were very articulate in their presentation, it is probably taken as a compliment. However, when you say the same thing to a black person, it will probably trigger a negative response. The word articulate for them has been used as a way of saying that they are, quote, overstepping their bounds, unquote, and better be quiet and stay where you belong. An illustration that another author used, and I'll adapt for here, 
you know, the first time you hear it is like a light punch or a congratulatory slap on the back. The first time isn't bad. But if it continues over and over, that slap on the back begins to hurt more and more. Trauma. Now the word articulate causes an automatic protective response by the body, not the mind. And we as, as the white race may or may not have any idea what we have done. If we are going to learn and break the bonds of racism in this country, we need to listen, read, and think about how what we do and say impacts others. Triggers an automatic body response or how it hurts others and keeps us from loving our neighbors. Then we need to stop doing and saying those things. We need to examine how we benefit from our white privilege and understand what we do to protect it, whether we realize it or not. We have to examine our body's automatic responses and work to rid ourselves of them. To end systemic racism, we need to understand and change ourselves first. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the way of love. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts, comments, questions, and suggestions. Please email me at deacongreg.stpauls at gmail.com. That is D-E-A-C-O-N-G-R-E-G-G dot S-T-P-A-U-L-S at gmail.com. Until next time, may you stay safe and healthy and let us go to love and serve the Lord.